we all can look back at moments in our life and think, thank God X went the way it did as it led me to X. And you can infuse anything relative there to your life. As serendipitous as it is, I've found those moments of light have always come after the darkest times. In this episode of Attention to Intention, we talk about the power that comes as we age through life and the wisdom and self-reflection and courage it gives us to begin to lean into our true calling and silence the voice of the world that's been driving our direction up until this point. During this episode, we talk about leaning into this season of your life. What's it drawing you to and the courage to lean into it instead of running from it? Join me now. Welcome to our community, friends. I am thrilled that you have found your way here and continue to show up here. I want to give a shout out to our friends in West Hartford, Connecticut. I love you so much. And thank you for being here, for listening to our content, and most importantly, for showing up and making time for you. If you're feeling directionless, frustrated, exhausted, unfulfilled, as if you're just going through the motions of life, you have made your way to the right place. My name is Megan Miller. I'm an intentional living expert that offers high-performing go-getters simple daily micro steps for putting attention to intention so we can stop sleepwalking through life and living just to make it to Friday and instead start to live with inspiration and fulfillment and connection to the most important person in our life, ourselves. I know because I've been there. I was there the majority of my life, having my life on autopilot, being the woman everyone else wanted me to be, but me, and I was just so tired and disconnected from life. That is until I got brave and still enough to really uncover what I wanted. And I'm here to share my lessons with you to help you navigate through your own journey. Together, we will share small, practical steps that will help you maximize how you show up in the world to create a life that you're passionate about. Welcome to putting attention to intention. I was talking to a girlfriend of mine this week and we were laughing as we shared stories from college memory. She was one of my college girlfriends. And I said, sweet Jesus, (laughs) baby Jesus, that feels like just yesterday. And as we're sharing the stories, I really felt like we were back in time and it really was yesterday. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, no, it wasn't. It was 15 years ago. Has that ever happened to you? In my mind, everything is either five minutes or five years ago. Like There is nothing in between. And I look and, and, you know, we were both laughing and saying, gosh, you know, 40 is tapping on the door here. And I have to tell you, I am welcoming it. 40, you are beautiful 
and baby, come on in because this door is open. I, you know, I look back at my twenties and I think how in, how just insecure I was. And I never really enjoyed the moment. You know, if I could go back and tell my younger self some things, well, God, I would tell her many, I would sit down with her and we'd have a full on lecture session. But one of the first things I would tell her is don't spend so much time stressing out and anxious and worried about the future because it's much more beautiful than you can ever imagine. And everything will work out for you just the way it was meant to. You know, I was in my head all of my 20s and my 30s, uh, you know, but in my head, in, in my 20s, the conversations look like this. He never called me back after that date. What did I do wrong? Was I not pretty enough? Was I not skinny enough? God, like just got those cringeworthy moments or my girlfriend didn't text me back. Is she mad at me? I didn't get into that. I didn't get invited to that party. Am I a loser? Am I not cool? I just constantly all day long. And it consumed me for all of my 20s. And then I look at the next decade in my 30s, in my early 30s. And that at that point came the comparison game. All my girlfriends were getting married and having babies and going through these life events and how I couldn't even keep a relationship together. I was barely surviving in my little 800 square foot apartment in Philadelphia, <laughs> barely making ends meet. And I thought at that point, I told myself I was such a loser and that I would never have the air quote husband and white picket fences. So what did I do during those two decades where I was constantly in my head and beating myself up every waking moment of the day is I would do what any sane person did. I would drink myself into complete blackout mode. I would say and do the stupidest shit that I always regretted, like deep demons. And I would sleep until noon the next day. I would eat greasy food and then I would do it all over again. <laughs> and I'm sure you all can relate to that. Like you wake up and your phone's beside you and it's open. And of course, for, with me, it was always like next to it, either like a bag of McDonald's or Domino's. My girlfriend and I love to order Domino's. Full on large cheese pizza, uh, the breadsticks all out. And I would wake up next to that phone, open up and think to myself, oh, my God, who did I call? What did I text? What did I say? And it never ended well, never ended well. And that is what I love about getting older, my friends, just this this character and self-reflection that builds through the hard times and it creates this gentle giant inside you who knows what you don't want to repeat and it allows this sort of courage to emerge that gives you the confidence to lean in and connect with you. You know, that little voice in your gut that, that tells you that you shouldn't do something and half the time you do it anyway, and then you regret it. Well, as you get a little older, you begin to listen to her and you listen to her more than what the world tells you you should want. And that's what I want to talk to you about today, my friends, this metamorphosis that happens to us as we change the seasons of our lives and what it brings out of us as we get older and really taking the time to celebrate it. 
regardless of what season in life this finds you. I am here to tell you, my beautiful friend, this is leading you to something. And I know it is hard to see when you're in the eye of the tornado. Coming from someone who has made it through the eye of many tornadoes, and I will tell you what, there were a couple tornadoes that I thought were going to take me down. And they did take me down for a little bit, but I always got back up and you will too. You will make it through this season as you've done through every other season. And it's leading you to something. I promise you. I started reading Martha, Martha Beck's new book, The Way to Integrity. Oh my God, it is amazing. You want to talk about feeling like I'm wrapped in like a warm blanket while also at a church service. So many amen moments. I'll be I'll be reading it at night and I'll literally start kicking my feet at certain points. I guess that is so true. And she talks about how we finally can allow ourselves to just stop fighting these things and come out of the dark woods of the night and come home to ourselves. And she has a great story. She always thought that academia was her path and she was raised Mormon. So, you know, her identity was getting all these degrees for her life. And then once, you know, she's at Harvard 25 and find out that she's about to have a Down syndrome baby. So everyone tells her she should abort the pregnancy, but she keeps the baby and how this has just really changed then the navigation of her life. Then flash forward a couple of years, she realizes that she is a lesbian and how she came out by going back to her Mormon roots. It's just a, so many great nuggets in this book. And I've been soaking it up like I'm 12 again and about to get quizzed on it. It's like food for the soul. And I, I highly urge you to invest in yourself in this homecoming and I'm going to link the book in the show notes. It's so the, the I got a little off track here because I'm on a huge Martha Beck crush right now. But the basic premise of the book is how through listening to the world and society and how we're culturalized onto what we should want, be, et cetera. And we never really take the time to think about these things. We just do them because that's how we're cultured. So we abandon ourselves to embark on this journey that we're told is the right one to take. And it leaves us in this dark wood of the night. And we're feeling alone and we feel angry and we feel unfulfilled. And we think to ourselves, how did we get here? And how do we navigate out of these dark woods and home to ourselves? Oh, it's a beautiful book. So we are, we are given all of these gifts. Each one of us has one. And if you think you don't, I'm here to tell you, nah, you're wrong. You do. You can say that it was gifted to you by God, universe, the divine, whatever, whatever you want to, whatever word you want to put on there and whatever you believe. And the majority of us spend our lives running from it because if it's not what the world told us that we were meant to do, be one, then it must be wrong. But when we finally allow ourselves to turn off the noise from the outside world, dig into that inner knowing in our gut, and we lean into our gifts, 
and we embrace it, that, my friend, that's where the magic happens. Which is why I truly believe that there's this magic that happens when you turn 40. And that is why I am saying, come on in, baby. I am welcoming you with open arms. Or even later in life, hell, let's not even put a number on it here. Where you were able to take the lessons in life you learn and you find the courage to lean into your gifts. The majority of some of America's greatest inventors came into their feet, came into their fields at 40. Vera Wang, you ever heard of her? John Foley, the founder of Peloton, Ray Kroc, McDonald's, they were all in their 40s. MIT recently did a study where the average age for somebody starting a new business with at least one employee is 42. The average age for U.S. inventors applying for patents is 47. My friends, we can apply this to any facet of our life. It doesn't have to just be career. Michael and I found each other when I was 34 and he was 51. And just today, I was reading this beautiful story. Talk about serendipity moment, which I'm about to get into in a hot second. So moments before I'm about to record this podcast for you all, this story pops up on my Instagram feed about this woman who, after 40 years of marriage and in her 70s, she became single again. And through just this soul crushing journey of where she thought her life was ending here, it was really just beginning. She was able to find her true love at 73 and begin a whole new journey with her soulmate. Been there. I remember at, what was it? So Michael and I met 34, a year before that, 33. So I was about 33. My boyfriend at the time broke up with me and I thought my life was over. I remember sitting on the side of the expressway, sobbing in my car, calling my mom, my best girlfriends and being like, I'm a loser. This is over begging for him to keep me. Oh, it's just now I look back at how just sad I was for that for that past version of myself who was so desperate to keep this relationship with this man who didn't value her and how I thought my life was ending while here it was really just beginning. And I'm here to tell you the same thing, my friend, whatever journey you're going through right now and whatever that looks like and whatever you think is is ending, it's really just beginning. You, my friend, and this beautiful human that you are, you can recreate, rewrite the chapters of your life at any time and not do it according to the timeline the world told you that you should have. I truly believe in serendipity and that these little universal moments that show up for us, each and every one of us, every day, and how they can change the trajectory of our life if we allow ourselves to be aware and lean into it. So what do I mean by that? Like, what's a tangible example? Because I feel like so, we talk so, so much about these broad strokes and you think, well, that's great, but how does that show up in my life? And here I want to give you an example. It's the story behind how Michael and I met. We were connected through mutual friends who, by the way, I have to tell you, I only met two times before um, they, they introduced me to Michael which that in and of itself could be very a serendipitous moment, but it gets even better than that. 
a girlfriend and I were walking. We had a meeting in Philadelphia and we were walking down the street. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was a beautiful spring day down a tree lined streets. For those of us that live in Philadelphia, it was right around 13th and Locust. So just like a beautiful part of the city. And I was sharing with her how Michael had reached out to me and I didn't reach out to him yet. I was dating this married man at the moment. Not a proud moment of mine. And it just didn't feel right. To which she said to me, I don't know. I don't know why you just don't go out for a drink with Michael. Like, what do you have to lose? Because if you're tell, if you're asking me, it doesn't seem like you're in a pretty good situation right now. I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's uh, pretty spot on. So I said to her, well, it's been a month after he reached out. Like, What do I say? What do I do? And she said to me something that just stuck to me like glue. You'll figure it out. And I thought, you know what? I will figure it out. So I got home that night. I called him. He answered the phone, which I never thought he would. And I the first thing I said to him was, is there an expiration date on a text? And the rest is history. I want to share that same gift with you. Whatever drawer of your life that you feel stuck on, that isn't working for you, that you feel like you failed, health, your weight, spirituality, finances, relationships, career, whatever it is, you will figure it out. And as you navigate through this week, I want you to give yourself the greatest gift you can a little time with you, by you, for you. And that can be doing whatever you are comfortable with. Getting the thoughts out of your head and writing, that that to me has been a great therapeutic release. Exercising, also another therapeutic release. If I, I find that when I'm running outside, now it's hard to do in the Northeast right now, but when I'm running outside, I have just these great aha breakthrough moments. Or driving without the music on. That's another fan favorite of mine. There are so many times I'll just drive in the silence and I just feel just such a connection to myself and my thoughts. So whatever that looks like for you, give yourself that gift. And throughout your day, be aware of that little voice in your gut that is is calling you to make that call. Send that email. Go to that thing. And I want you to lean into it with curiosity. It's giving you that little nudge for a reason. And it very well could be the beginning to the next chapter of your journey, regardless of where you are in this season of your life. It's your season. And it's the one that's meant for you. And you, my friend, will figure it out at any age. Thank you for taking the time to be here and most importantly for taking the first step in investing in yourself. If you liked what you heard, please do make sure to subscribe so you're up to date on the latest episodes and share with three people in your tribe that would benefit. I'm a huge believer in the power of sharing content, especially when that message is around putting power back into your own life. I would love to hear from you all. If this episode meant something, you'd like to share something with our community, connect with us on Instagram, megan.b.miller. Or if Instagram isn't your thing, send us an email, megan at megan-miller.com. Till next time, my friends, carry on with intention.